0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals Cam Rogers coming at you. I'm alongside Bridget Whalen as always. And you can get at us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen. The Dell Technologies match play is in the rear view mirror. We look ahead to the Valero Texas Open today. And next week, you guys can get all excited for Masters Week. So that should be a fun show coming at you right here on the Believe Network. Before we get into all of that, a shout out to our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. March Madness is tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Golf this weekend, of course. Hockey, NBA. The list goes on, and Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, so the Dell Technologies match play Billy Horschel takes down Scotty Scheffler, two up with one to play. It's his sixth PGA Tour title. He made just one birdie in the match to win it. He actually said he felt sorry for the fans who watched because it was sloppy golf, honestly, from both of them, Horschel and Scheffler. Matt Kuchar came to life this past week, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. He came in third, winning the consolation match over Victor Perez. Everybody's bracket was just littered in red, Bridget, because this was the week of volatility, as we sort of alluded to last week. Match play, you never know what can happen. Seedings are pretty much out the window when it comes to golf because it's so unpredictable. Billy Horschel takes down Scotty Scheffler. What you think of the week and Billy Horschel getting it done?
0: I enjoy match play a lot. The thing is, I enjoy it up until the final day. And I don't know if that's because, like, I don't want to say it's it's due to the last four players that were in the mix, um, but, but, like, maybe also so. I mean, it's <laughs> and- <laughs> the same
1: four guys, same shirts every time. Like, it's getting boring, yeah. <laughs> that's funny.
0: And uh, I know that the round-robin format was sort of um, a safeguard against that. Like, hey, let's not knock out, like, the top five in the world after the first round. And, and I think that that was a great stipulation to put in play, but things happen. And Billy Horschel totally upset a lot of brackets. I think he had a 0.2% chance of winning. I think like, according to how brackets were filled out. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Good for you, Billy. I really like Billy Horschel. I'm surprised that we don't see him win more. Um, I think that he believes that he's one of the best players on tour, which I think is the number one, number one secret ingredient to the recipe of success. Um, I think that all professional athletes are extremely uh, narcissistic egomaniacs.
1: <laughs> Especially golfers.
0: <laughs> That's right. And they have to be. So, like, I'm giving you all an out here. It's okay to be that way. It's an individual
1: but- sport. We get it.
0: That's right. Um, So yeah, hats off to Billy. I I really, I really, really enjoyed the first couple of days. It's just, it's so much more fun in the sense of excitement than stroke play. Anyone who disagrees with that, you're just crazy or you haven't seen enough stroke play tournaments. It just really is a lot more exciting and engaging. You get like a little more invested um, with each match
1: sort of a feast or famine season so far for Billy Horschel, or at least in the recent tournaments, 58th at the players missed the cut at API actually finished second at the workday, which is another WGC event. And of course, winning just last week, really a a great victory for him. Obviously a former FedEx cup champion back in 2014. He's one of those guys who, if he finds his game, he can go on a really good streak. And he typically plays well in difficult course conditions. And it was windy out there, Bridget, in Austin, Texas. That could be a little bit of a prelude to what we'll see this week at TPC San Antonio. These courses are exposed out there in Texas, and it can get pretty windy. So,
0: Yeah, I think that there were a few holes on that course that played so incredibly difficultly because of the wind. Um, And I think that that was noted. I I saw it a few times on Twitter that from an optical standpoint, yeah, a hole may not look that devilish, but due to the swirling winds that that course gets, it plays a lot harder than you would think.
1: Okay, we're burying the lead. Kevin Na versus Dustin Johnson was the best part of this entire week. all right So for those who have not seen the highlights, in summary, a totally gimmeable putt was collected by Dustin Johnson because he thought he heard Kevin Na say it was good. Kevin Na apparently did not say that putt was good and proceeded to lecture DJ on the green about waiting before actually picking up your ball. So by rule, DJ wasn't disqualified, by the way, because he said he thought Na said good, So obviously, as you guys know, much of golf is going off of someone's word. It's about honesty. It's about integrity. DJ's word is, oh, I thought he said good. So boom, he's not disqualified. But Bridget, this created this whole rule versus unwritten rule debate. The unwritten rule being when a putt is clearly a gimme, it is assumed. But obviously, this is the PGA Tour. We go by rules, not you know, amateur rules at your club championship sort of situation. So here's my thing. I think at the very least, Kevin Na could have had this discussion on the next tee because for those who didn't watch the video, it's DJ walking off to the next hole and Na like flagging him back to the green so DJ's walking back down the hill. I at first thought DJ was hurt, Bridget, because I had the broadcast on mute, and I thought he was like going to shake Na's hand to say, "Hey, I'm done." But no, it was to meet Na on the green for that lecture. And I actually tweeted out this video. It went viral. I'm gonna pat myself on the back a little bit. Unfortunately, I got in some trouble, Bridget. I got flagged on Twitter because I think the PGA Tour saw it and they were not fans of uh, posting a video from their broadcast. So. I feel like such a bad person. I'm so sorry, PGA Tour. Like, I promise I'll read the copyright rules again. I swear. Wait, I did wait, not profit. wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. I didn't profit this off
1: this tweet, is... I swear.
0: This is not a you problem. This might be a PGA Tour problem. Yeah. I think it's great. Share the content. Let's go at the PGA Tour from a different standpoint. Like, come on, PGA Tour. Let I feel so
1: dirty, Bridget. I don't break rules. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's good. I think you're absolved. I think mean, you're, uh, you're like a, a, a blip on the uh, the radar for them.
1: All right, that's fair. <laughs> little old me, just little old me on Twitter. but Deflating,
0: um, deflating your big head.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, Bridget, you saw all this and I find it so fun because you don't get this sort of content in golf. I mean, golf is not football. You don't have the trash talking as much. This was pretty legit in terms of a tense moment.
0: Yeah, it was tense. It was weird. Um, I I agree with you. I had no idea why he was walking back to the green. It was so uncomfortable to see him walking back to the green. So yeah. I, I agree with you. I did not know what happened. It, it, maybe it did actually look like he looked ill. Like, And I think maybe that was just the look of confusion on Dustin's face. Um, and then... I just I understand where Na's coming from. Just not the right way to go about it, in my opinion. And I understand that he was also correct in doing so. And that's fine. And you could totally have a conversation about it um, with Dustin, but but not like that. Like, like head over if you're here's the thing. If you're gonna like retroactively concede this putt, which again, I I understood is not allowed, but because in that little conversation that he and Kevin probably had that we weren't privy to, it must've been said that Dustin said, well, yeah, man. Like I thought you said it was good. So we didn't know that. So sitting at home, you're like, wait, he just conceded the putt after Dustin picked it up. You're like red flag. Like that's not allowed. Um, but as you said, that was sort of, um, rectified in the sense of oh well Dustin had had thought he had heard right Evan say good which again we will never know that could have people do not give DJ enough credit he's a very smart guy and had that gone a different way I think both players would have been disqualified so who knows really what went on there I know this is like an honorable sport but you never know um it, it was just an uncomfortable situation I think that Also, the fact that Kevin did have like a three footer left. I don't know if I was fully aware of that, that that like was what was going on. So that also, it was just like also weird and uncomfortable. And yeah. like, you feel icky about putting the video on Twitter. I felt icky about that situation. I was like, oh, I was like cringing when he had his arm, his hand on- Yeah, um, see, his that face, was like, weird. Shoulder, yeah. Oh, a shoulder arm, whatever it was. Oh my gosh, that was, I was like, please remove your hand, sir. Like I, one, in the time of COVID, I just don't want to be touching people. So when, now I'm like, I think that I've, I'm, I've been like unsensitized. When I see other people touching people, I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is not normal. Like wh- why is he touching him? <laughs> so I had like an adverse reaction, I think due to COVID. And then it was just like, oh, please, like you're scolding him, like get your arm off him. So, or your hand, whatever. Um, so yeah, I think the whole thing, I know it, it, it was like Twitter, a feast on Twitter, like food yep. fest. For me, I kind of wanted to sort of quickly get over that. I didn't want to see it anymore. I was like, this is so weird. There's no way that those two guys were just like fine the rest of the match. Like, that's such a cantankerous situation. And Dustin really kept his cool, which I, like, that was shocking. Like, imagine if Dustin was Keegan Bradley and that went down.
1: Uh, Keegan would have gotten in his face, first of all, and perhaps spat on him. Yeah. (laughs) But I I mean like DJ did not even seem interested in the conversation and I know like why would he but you know yeah it was kind of an awkward angle as well. I guess if you
0: really had thought you heard like good or whatever you thought you heard Kevin say then I guess yeah you'd be like what the heck like what like what are you talking about and and that is actually the demeanor that DJ sort of had. So I'm, I'm reneging. I'm going back on what I said. I do think that Dustin probably did hear something or if it wasn't like, yeah, you're good. It was like a nod or like, he heard something like, like a nod and and some word like he heard there was something that went on there. The other thing, how lengthy was that putt in actuality? Was it really like eight inches?
1: It was extremely short. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was nothing. It was a kick in. For sure. I mean,
0: Billy Horschel was given putts like that could add 34 to, feet. <laughs> geez, I, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, this is such a weird play. Is he trying to get in? Is, is this like a mind game? I almost went that route because there's no way there's just no way that he could like. I just don't know. And he won. So I'm I'm the fool here because clearly whatever he was doing worked. But that was just like astonishing to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, Na was 0-2 in the group stage when he was playing DJ, so there was zero chance that he was going to move on to the Sweet 16. So, like, I guess the head games aspect really doesn't have a leg to stand on because, again, Na could not have gotten out of the group stage. So I really don't know
0: no either.
1: in the end. Like, I just found it really hilarious, and, you know, it's a little awkward for sure, but it's like... <laughs> I don't know because DJ so tall and Na is definitely shorter, and it was just kind of a funny side by side there.
0: It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was interesting, <laughs> and I like to think of Na as so much older, but you know, Dustin's up there. I think he's thirty six, and so mm-hmm. it was just so funny, like looking at the two of them. I- It just looked like a dad telling, like, his son who outgrew him, you know, had, like, a growth
1: spurt. (laughs) There was (laughs) definitely some finger wagging. And also the dynamic of lecturing the number one player in the world is a little bit cringy. Yeah, I agree. And
0: like you said, there was literally no, like, stake in the game at that point. Like, you're, like, Kevin, you're not going to win the trophy. (laughs) I (laughs) I mean, he beat him, but. Sure, that is true. And my dad asked about that. My dad was like, well, who won the match? (laughs) Right. Kevin um the thing is maybe and i'm not saying like Nas is this type of player but maybe he he is like a gritty like you would think he's going to do well in a match play format and he saw himself out of it and maybe he was taking it out a little bit on Dustin like i don't know i i think there's so many elements that that were going down there and, and maybe he felt rushed we do know that Kevin takes a little longer to play like sure. DJ is a quick player. Like these are things we know. I'm now just trying to like lay down the facts and DJ was already on the next tee and Kevin Nostal had the three footer. So it's like, yo bro, like let's slow it down. So there, honestly, there could have been many um, pieces to this puzzle that were, were a little bit overlooking that could have affected how Kevin reacted.
1: Final grouping at the Masters on Sunday. Kevin Nostal, Dustin Johnson, make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen. And then Fitzpatrick and Bryson, but apparently they're friends again. so whatever.
0: yeah, they like each other. Uh, it's put a problem. put Bryson on his Instagram. That's like a sure tail <laughs> sign for we've made up.
1: Yep, there it is. That's the You're gonna live on my grid. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we'll see DJ and Na at the Masters, not this week at the Valero, but more here on the Tiger Woods show, but first a shout out to our friends at Sunday Scaries, folks. I often do not sleep well. I'm really good at staying awake and staring at the ceiling and thinking about things, what I got to do tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. It's brutal. But thanks to Sunday Scaries, they make these amazing products specifically for overthinkers and night owls like me. Sunday Scaries CBD gummies help me decompress, clear my head, and fall asleep so I can actually wake up like a fully functioning human being. And there's no risk to buy. The company offers a 100% lifetime money-back guarantee. If the product's not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. And I got you with a 25% off coupon. Visit SundayScaries.com and use our promo code TIGER for your discount. That's promo code TIGER, capital T, for 25% off at sundayscaries.com. They're effing amazing, and you won't regret joining their squad. All right, so quickly here, staying on the match play theme. Paige Sporanek went up on Twitter, and I'm sure other people did, and it created a buzz about instituting a match play major championship. Now, I will note the PGA Championship actually used to be a match play event before it was turned into a stroke play event in the late 1950s you gotta wonder perhaps it's time to turn back the clock Bridget here's my piece on this I personally don't think match play should be part of the major championship rotation because honestly I really don't think it tests your consistency because you can blow up multiple times in match play and in theory still win I could shoot a 10 a three, a 15, a four within four holes and perhaps still win my match. So I feel like there's less accountability, if you will, for your score or shots, because you're comparing with just one other person rather than the entire field. So as far as a major championship is concerned, I'm going to have to say no, but it's fun for a week at the Dell Technologies. That's fine. But for a major, I'm out.
0: Okay. Interesting. So agree with what you say or said, but here's the thing. Think about a major championship field. And now this is where I'm going to get into like some murky waters. Okay. But like the field for the masters is like the most elite field, right? Like the best of the best, same with the PGA, like best of the best. I mean, I guess PGA a little different because you have PGA of America. So let's just look at the masters like real quick. If you were to put that into a match play format, and I know the WGC is like the best of the best, but keep in mind a WGC is world golf. So like, I feel like you do have a couple like outliers in there, but again, it's it'd be the same as the masters. Like they pull from the same like dichotomy of fields. Like it goes by world golf ranking. So you kind of, you, you like you said, you might sort of get the same thing The pressure though, that's my one thing where, why I think a major and I'm, I work for the USGA, the US Open is like the only thing that we have that isn't really played like match play. Think of the amateurs, think of the AMS, think of all of like literally all the USGA champion, all the events, like the US Open should have a match play element. I think it would be cool. Um, I think it would almost tie in with the US Open. I know that the PGA did it at at sort of the beginning, the origination and and like it did it for many years and that's cool. But I think that the prestige and the pressure of winning a major is a little different than like winning a WGC. So while the fields may have a semblance of similarity, actually they'd be very similar. um, I do think that, what is on the line is going to affect who would be in that championship match on Sunday. And I think that it would bode really well for getting people to watch I not like majors really need the eyeballs, but like golf in general, like it just brings in something new to the golf format. I do think it's really a miss. I I don't know where it belongs. I know that the masters is played at Augusta every year. Obviously the masters will never be match play format. I just, they're all about uh tradition <laughs> so i don't see that happening but the pga the us open they're the british open there or the open excuse me they're on rotas so it's like kind of might work well I, I really like the idea i i don't know i i don't see any major implementing match play i really don't um and again like if a major was going to I would put all bets on it being the PGA. I just think maybe it would be cool even if like one round was match play and then it gets down to stroke play. Like, I I don't even know, maybe like the first round's match play and then you just like knock out a few people and maybe you do knock out a few heavy hitters. And then that like sort of ups the ante, you
1: know? Yeah, here's the only thing going off of that. And in the opposite direction, if it were match play the entire week, right? And you have a Sunday afternoon, it's just two guys, right? you know what I mean? So you don't have the unpredictability of, oh, it could be this guy who's seven shots back and making a run, posting a number early, putting some pressure on the leaders. You don't have that. So I actually do like that hybrid sort of proposal that you have here, match play to start, and then you bleed into stroke play to wrap it up. That would make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I think that that would be super cool because who's really like tuned in to Thursday at a major anyway, I mean super super golf nerds sure but it's like nothing's gonna happen it's Thursday Charlie Hoffman would have like a million green jackets if we ended the tournament early. I'm talking about the masters. So. I just feel like Thursday could use a little pep maybe at some majors. Like I keep bringing in the masters where we all salivate over those four days, like any other, like they're unlike any other days. So that's a horrible example. <laughs> maybe like the PGA does need a little help. Uh, yeah,
1: I think the PGA may have to work something out. I would agree.
0: Yeah, and, and I also think though, like just to play devil's advocate, what if you got like, I don't even know. I can't say Tiger Woods anymore. I'm just not gonna put it out into the ether. But like, say you got like two of the best players that people enjoy watching. Like, if you got like, I want to say Jordan Spieth, but I don't know who verse where I would be like, oh, this is a this is a round I want to see. You know, like, hmm. I don't even know. But. I feel like in some alternate universe that that actually match play um, with a major on the line with just two guys like Manu y mano on Sunday, like battling it out late in the afternoon. Like that actually might be really cool.
1: <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we get that in majors alone when two guys are way out, way out ahead sure. of the pack, like Stenson and Phil a few years back, for example, or Kucher and somebody else at the British a while back.
0: So, so then cool. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you watch all the early round coverage or or you just tuned in for that final group? At a major? Yeah.
1: Oh, I'll watch all four rounds.
0: Okay. So that's like my thing like typically major championship Sunday like I'm sort of kind of over all the golf that I'll like do my thing in the morning and just make sure I see like the final groups tee off.
1: Well, usually so- I have, you know, a fantasy stake in things, so I have Me some too. monetary incentive if you will. Uh-huh. So a little different than you, but um, yeah, I mean,
0: it's an interesting will, uh, thought. Yeah. Except how exciting is it when like someone who teed off, you know, like two hours before the leader, like posts a really good score and this, you know, this doesn't happen often, but goes out and say like shoots, like, like Johnny Miller did, like shoots a 63 or something again, right. I'm not <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't often happen, but stuff like that. Like, yeah, that's super cool too. When you see someone come from behind. So I don't know. I, I come from all like varying aspects of this. And I think at the end of the day, I'm like, I just can't see the whole tournament, the whole four days going to match play. I just, I don't see it being in the best interest of, of the championship, even though I like to sort of play the devil's advocate with myself, but I do think throwing it in on like, even if it's maybe the first two days, like, you know, I don't really know. it. it especially if you're, if you take the US Open, which has like a, a really large field um, at the start. So then like, you're almost sort of kind of like I hate saying this, but you're like skimming the fat and then, and maybe number one gets knocked out and like, oh, well, you know, it's not going to happen every year, but I think that's possibly a chance that you take on that mm. major championship Thursday.
1: You have to wonder too, if those amateurs would be pissed that, it, that they uh, don't have their guaranteed two rounds Thursday and Friday, you know, Agreed.
0: <laughs> I agree. There are so many logistics, and yeah. and not for us to figure out.
1: <laughs> yes, it's just fun to talk about. So there you go. Hey, it's fun to talk about eBay because they are one of our fantastic sponsors on the Tiger Woods podcast. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release. Find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, so this week, Valero Texas Open, the last chance, if you will, for a player to qualify for the Masters, that chance would be, of course, you have to win to get in. TPC San Antonio, one of the longest-running events on tour, by the way. Corey Connors will finally have... A Shot at defending his 2019 title, Jordan Spieth is in the field. Past Masters champs, Phil Mickelson, Zach Johnson, and Danny Willett are also playing. Tony Finau, Scotty Scheffler as well. So this week, Bridget, obviously the field typically willows down a bit just because it's the week before a major. But a lot of the line for people like Ricky Fowler, for example, who is not in the field for next week.
0: Yeah, I'm not going with him this week, but... I do hope that he wins this week.
1: So you're pulling for him.
0: Absolutely. I love seeing Ricky in the orange pants at Augusta with the Augusta green, just like carrot vibes. (laughs) I love it. Um, I will miss it. I don't know if he really, really cares as much as we all think he cares. Um, You know, everyone likes to tee it up at Augusta. So I hope he gets in and I don't want him to like break this streak. He has like, come on, Rick, Let's go.
1: It's been since 2010 since he last missed a major. Yeah. By the way, your uh, lead is now $2.1 million. You had Sergio last week. I had Spieth. They both got out of the group stage, but Sergio went longer than Spieth did. So there you go. Your lead is extended.
0: I wanted to say that's what she said after you said Sergio went longer than Spieth did
1: oh better in the sheets perhaps his stamina is better than speed who knows could be true
0: i'll never know (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay
1: (laughs) who are you going with this week on that
0: okay i'll go first so i'm gonna go with scotty scheffler i think that he obviously played very well in austin great showing hats off to you scotty great player i think that he he hasn't won on PJ tour yet. And maybe the idea of winning a WGC as the first was a, just a little overwhelming in the sense of pressure. Um, I'm going to chalk it up to that. I think he is in excellent, excellent form and he's clearly riding on some confidence right now. I know he played a lot of golf last week. He mentioned this cam, but he's mm-hmm. young. He's 24 years old. He's like married. His life's all figured out. Dude's got nothing to worry about. He's going to do really well this week.
1: Okay, there you go. Scotty Scheffler, your pick. I'm going with Chris Kirk for a couple of reasons. Good performances at this tournament. T8 in 2018, T13 in 2016. Flashing a fantastic short game right now. And he's first in this field in strokes gained T to green within the last 12 rounds on the PGA Tour Chris Kirk can show some winning upside from time to time. So I think he's gonna get it done uh, this week.
0: It's funny, I saw, I think it was from the European Tours uh, social handle. They posted a picture of the 2007 Walker Cup team and Chris Kirk, I looked at him in the photo and I like glazed over him and I was like, wow, that guy has nice hair. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's Chris Kirk with long hair. <laughs> he looks great. I wrote in the comments. I was like, Chris Kirk, buddy, like grow the hair out. Like he looked amazing. And he had this like long, like he had the bang. It was you know, 2007. I mean, Ricky Fowler looked like Zac Efron in High School Musical. So the long hair was in back then.
1: I'm looking at the picture right now. That was a stacked team, by the way. No and Fowler and Webb and DJ, Chris Horsel. Kirk. Yeah, Jamie Lovemark's on the tour. Yeah. Kyle Stanley, wild. That's
0: wild. Exact. And I think um it, it obviously was posted for Billy Horschel and he looked the craziest in the photo. Like Billy looks better now. Like Billy, you you've done good. <laughs> you uh you got better with age, bud.
1: Yeah, he has some like Andy from Toy Story vibes <laughs> in this picture. Yeah. Wow.
0: Absolutely. That's a That's a good. I, one. I fished
1: real deep for that comparison. Yeah. But I, I found it
0: it's very good
1: (laughs) it's accurate i think it's accurate yeah (laughs) all right well um we are on to the tpc san antonio course for valero texas open then of course bridget and i will have our coverage of the masters sans tiger next week bridget i hope he can travel to augusta and do the champions dinner and all that but we shall see i don't know if you've heard anything but uh, i guess we'll have to wait a little bit on that
0: I haven't heard anything, but I would say yes, he will be attending the Champions
1: Dinner. Okay, there you go. She's Bridget Whalen. I'm Cam Rogers, and this is the Tiger Woods Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. See you
0: next week.